0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Paladins of Voltron, an unofficial podcast about the Netflix original series Voltron Legendary Defender. I'm your host, Jeremy. Uh, with me is Jason Kirk, and we're going to be looking at Season 2, Episode 2, The Depths. So How are you doing,
1: Jason? I'm doing well. How are you? Yeah. Good. Awesome.
0: Uh, so, um, as we mentioned in the last episode, um, we welcome feedback. We're, we're not going to get into... Feedback until we do a specific episode, episode um, dedicated to it. But um, if you want to contact us on Twitter, you can do it at POV underscore podcast. Facebook is POV podcast. Instagram is POV underscore podcast. And you can always email us at feedback at POV com. Yeah,
1: all the stuff I forgot to mention at the beginning of the first episode.
0: That's his first episode. You had a lot of other stuff to pack in the beginning of the, that show. Right. (laughs) So um, we'll get into uh, this episode. It is written by Joshua Hamilton and directed by Eugene Lee. And um, I believe this episode happens in parallel with the first episode. Um, We're following Lance and Hunk as they emerge out of their wormhole and crash through um, a planet that's largely covered with ice. And they break through and um, land at the bottom of an ocean. While evaluating their situation, Lance sees a mermaid out of his, um, his lion's window. So of course he ends up outside the lion to investigate. Uh, The mermaid uh, takes Lance and Hunk to meet with her queen, Lucia, who promises to help and to make sure they're safe and warm. The queen explains that the, the, the city uses this thing that fell from the space called a Baku garden for warmth and food. Lance and Hunk both become entranced by the queen, but while they're sleeping, a group of of creatures break in and rescue them Well, they rescue Lance. Hunk was unable to fit through the hole they made. So the creatures, um, just leave him there and they take Lance with them and free him from the mind control. They explain that the jellyfish that they're wearing on their heads protects them from the queen's mind control. And they, they have one for Lance to put on. And just like any, um, any commercial for, um, for medicine or something. It has all these side effects. And of course, Lance's face just blows up like a balloon. Yep.
1: Um,
0: they, sorry, I lost my spot. Uh, So they enlist Lance to rescue his lion. Uh, so he can free the rest of the people fully under the mind control. Hunk, uh, is a happy drone and defends the queen as, um, as Lance comes in after a fight with Lance and Hunk, Lance is able to, to free Hunk from the mind control and together they capture the queen. However, it turns out that the queen is also a victim of the mind control. They realize that it was actually the Baku garden that was controlling them through the food and that the mer people actually ended up being the food for the Baku garden. Lance and Hunk then take their lions and the Baku reveals itself as a snake-like creature. The Two paladins engage the creature and Lance realizes that his lion's even more powerful in the water. He's able to unlock a new ability with his lion and defeats the creature with a new sonic beam weapon. The day saved, the queen helps the palatins by activating a beacon that Pidge was able to find. So that is the um, the second episode. And um, one note with this was uh, we got our first celebrity voice of the season. Uh, The kind of wacky cave dweller that rescued Lance was actually voiced by Weird Al Yankovic.
1: Um, Yeah, I thought that was a nice little touch.
0: Yeah. Uh, This was a, a pretty fun episode, and we see a lot of nice... Uh, camaraderie between Lance and Hunk. And I think out of the entire group, they've known each other the longest. So uh, I like that the, the season started off with everyone separated, but you have groupings like Keith and Shiro, who they also have some history that we don't really know yet, but we know Lance and Hunk were together at the um, galaxy garrison before Pidge um, was added to their group. Right. Um, uh, it was a, you know, it was just, it was neat seeing them play off each other. We know that they both enjoy, you know, a lot of the same humor. So um I, I just, I, I like seeing it kind of like a a buddy comedy.
1: Yeah, this episode is great. And I did, actually, I had completely forgotten about the fact that Lance Lanson- and hunk i, I keep on calling calm hulk too many Marvel movies <laughs> um lance and hunk it, they actually have known each other the most I, I actually had forgotten about that but it that's again it goes to the writing we are comfortable you know these these two characters are so comfortable with each other that it's not it, it just it feels natural so it's almost like it doesn't stick out you know um and yeah these are this is a pair that having these two paired together for this episode was great um the moment at the beginning where uh the blue line comes back online, and that's when Lance sees the, the mermaid. <laughs> and Hunk's like, I am not helping you. And as he's not even done with the sentence, he sees that the, the Lance has left his line. And he's like, and you're already out of your line. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah it, this one was very much written. Um, yeah, this one, I could have seen this one as like a buddy cop episode. So that was yeah. nice, um, that these two, these two characters kind of have like that relationship with each other. Um, and yeah, the, like the voice of weird, Al was great too.
0: Yeah. Um, the mind control thing was, was really neat. Cause they had an interesting, interesting twist where you were led to believe the entire episode that the queen was doing it. And then, you know, the, it ended up being the food that they were eating. And if you actually look at their eyes, the, the moment that they first put a piece of food in their mouth their eyes just like get really pinpointed and you're like, that's the moment that they started being controlled. Oh yeah. Okay. Good point. So, I just thought that yeah, was more anime trope. <laughs> yeah. So that was, I mean, you, you think it's just like they're enjoying the food, but that's the moment of the mind control. So I thought that was a really neat twist, but then there's also a really dark side to this episode where the mermaid that Lance initially sees, she was responsible for guarding Lance and Hunk. And since Lance escaped, she told her that uh, the queen told her that she failed and she needs to now go for a walk in the garden. And which means she got eaten and she's killed food. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, It's really, really dark. If you actually think about it.
1: Oh yeah. And because she's mind controlled, she just accepts it, yeah, which is even just like darker. Yeah. <laughs> and but then
0: the, um, the kind of rebel group that, um, with the, the jellyfish on their heads, mention that hundreds of people have actually gone missing,
1: right? And then at the end, when the queen herself is out of her mind control, the one rebel that's in the the line's mouth with her is like, Nope, we're not trusting her, we gotta kill her. <laughs> and you know, it goes to the fact that because these, you know, these uh, Lance and Hunk were chosen as paladins of Ultron because they you know, they have that compassion stuff. Lance is like, no, I'm pretty sure we should probably listen to her. And then a second later, Hunk says that the the Baku is starting to transform and turn into, like, whatever the heck it was. Um, yeah. I found it funny that it was called a Baku, a Baku plant, because the, Baku, the ba- Baku were the race of aliens in Star Trek Insurrection. I don't know if they were trying to do some kind of homage oh, to that or something. Or I, if-
0: I've blocked that movie out of my <laughs> head. <laughs>
1: No, there's no need to block that out when there's Nemesis. Come on. <laughs> you don't need to do that.
0: <clears throat> oh, wait. Oh, I guess the Nemesis would be the the bad one. Actually, I like... Th- those later <laughs> movies, I just...
1: I, I, actually, I actually like Nemesis, so I'm not going to be too too hard on it. I get gruff for that, but... um, So, yeah, this is the episode where I started wondering, are they... I almost feel like some episodes, they're, they're trying to put in, like, some other pulp cult-like uh, pop culture easter eggs if you will like calling us the baku that might not be the case but there's some stuff that happens in later episodes where i'm like i think they're aping or they're paying homage to something here so that's something i'm definitely gonna be keep uh paying attention to as we go through the episodes mm-hmm. um one in particular that takes place not on the castle coming up that I, I think there's quite a few things that are just fantastic in it so that'll be fun to talk about and actually let's see that's a That's a odd numbered episode. So I get to cover it. So (laughs) ha, take that. You
0: also get more episodes than me.
1: I know I'm special. (laughs) More work. (laughs) Right. Well, you can always take the feedback episodes. Yeah. So everyone emails. So Jeremy has a lot to do. (laughs) I kid. I kid. So uh,
0: do you have any other um, points you want to bring up on this episode?
1: Um, I, I mean, I think, whereas the first episode had Keith and Shiro and Pitch's story, I yeah. like that this one was just Lance and Hunk. Um, this is, I think they made a good choice to take these two characters and make a full story about just them. Other than, of course, Pitch showing up at the end uh, once and, the beacon's been turned
0: and on. They don't really spend too much time on the details of how they got back to the castle. There's just I'm, like, yeah, it, we already established the whole beacon thing. You know, yep. there's a beacon, and as soon as the lions go online, we know the castle can locate the lions wherever they are. So, it just, they're, yeah, they, they got back to the castle.
1: Yeah, it, this goes to the, the idea that the story doesn't hold your hand. It explains what it has to explain, but it lets you fill in the rest, and it does a great job of that. Um Yeah, I can't talk about, I mean, the, the next episode basically picks up with everyone back, but... um <clears throat> Yeah, they don't have to worry about that kind of... They focus on the story they're trying to tell about these people that have been mind-controlled by this creature for so long that hundreds of them have been devoured by it, and they had no idea. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. <clears throat> I like... Uh, you know, there's some good co- comedic bits, like uh, Lance saying that if he happens to find the next Mrs. Blue Lion... <laughs> right, that's yeah. Just, <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah, that's great. Uh, <laughs> he now identifies himself as, you know, Mr. Blue Lion. <laughs> Um, yeah. And just the, just the interplay between those two, um, Hunk being scared when Lance is like, well, I'll just leave you here and you're on non-functioning lion.
0: Lance knew exactly what buttons to push.
1: Right. Um, and actually another thing that goes to your point about them not holding our hands when they go to the city and the lines are brought to them, we already knew that the blue line was turned on. The yellow line is turned on with his shield on. They didn't show it. They didn't have to. We knew that the lion is turned on.
0: Yeah. I think, I don't know if they've ever gone into what powers Alliance, but it's neat to just know it's something magical or, you know, so it's just, yeah, they were all offline, but after so much time of being offline, they just come back.
1: Sure. Um, yeah, it's like if something happens to you, if you get hit too hard in the head, you're going to pass out for a while. You'll come, hopefully you will come to eventually. But, and I think, I don't know. I kind of go to the whole ordeal with what happened with Wolverine in Marvel comics for long time. To- longest time. Wolverine was, you knew nothing about his backstory. He was an enigma. You knew nothing about him. And then they did X-Men. They did the origin on him. You know, his name's Logan. Was a great and stuff. Movie. I wasn't even referring to the movie, sir. Um, <laughs> at least they fixed Deadpool eventually. um, and you know, a lot of people, even though Wolverine's still a great character, a lot of people are like, "Man, I still wish I knew absolutely nothing about him." So I think I can see us getting a story somewhere down the line about how the lions were created or something like that. But I don't think they're gonna do anything to spell out, "Well, this is the magic that powers the the the, the their soul and their." Um, I'm trying to think of a good word for what it could be, but yeah, I, I think can see
0: w- that being a third or fourth season type of, of thing they want to address.
1: I can definitely see that next season. Yeah. I mean,
0: cause they're, they're still building the pieces, the foundation. And then once the foundation is, foundation is in place, then you can go into the lore and really build that out.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the thing They're. Because these are nice, tight seasons, you know, maybe if the season was no longer, maybe we would have gotten a little bit of that by now. But as it is now, we're getting nice, tight stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, then seasons are well paid. The episode two episodes now have been well paced Um spoilers right now. I don't think there's a bad paced episode this season.
0: Yeah, I was saying on Twitter or Facebook or something that I don't think there's a single filler episode in this series.
1: Nope. Even the one that could be the filler episode is not a filler episode. Oh no, no, it's it's a fantastic the best episode. <laughs> episode. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, and it says
0: a lot that we both know exactly what episode.
1: Right. And actually, it's funny because at one point, was it you or one of us brought up the other, Well, should we rate the episodes? And I remember thinking, no, because we pretty much think every episode is pretty great. Yeah. I mean, if you want a critical view of Ultron, you're at the wrong place but i'm not going to get upset about that because it's not that eh, it's it, it, the writing's okay but because we love these characters so much no th- this is a well written show with great characters that's all i ever want <laughs> you know right. um, you know story characters and <sighs> i'm, I'm not
0: even complaining that you don't see voltron every, every episode
1: no we have we no we have not seen voltron yet uh, i might get to say the word voltron next episode perhaps just throwing it out there but and that's the good thing like you don't see him a lot but because you know we're getting i mean we get lion action at least which helps um but i'm pretty sure we could go a whole episode without seeing anyone line. it would still work out just fine so mm-hmm. yeah so no voltron yet so count that uh two episodes um put them on the milk carton have you seen this voltron um hopefully someone will identify him and return him but I'm pretty sure we, pretty sure we're going to see him pretty soon. Just a, just a little hint there, everybody. Says the man who said we shouldn't spoil anything <laughs> from future episodes. Yeah. pretty sure it's not a stretch to say that we'll see Voltron sometime in the show that's called Voltron. Just saying. So yeah. <clears throat> All
0: right. Well, uh, you have anything else on this episode? Or
1: uh, Weird Al's great. Yeah. I, I, I really like the voice effect they did with so with. It was mostly just those three like rebel characters, like that you know kind of garbled and stuff well, they were like speaking
0: through jellyfish
1: yeah exactly um and yeah weird out like i didn't even know it was weird out first you pointed out to me at one point i was like oh yeah that's right this is weird out so yeah i'm hoping as the seasons go on we're just gonna get more and more guest voices um i'm still amazed that like uh, kevin michael richardson hasn't showed up anywhere as a character because all these galra have these deep voices and stuff and mm-hmm. i haven't seen I, I can see him coming at some point so but yeah, um, you know, the fact that, and again, you said at the beginning, this probably takes place at the same time as the first episode we, we were taught, we talked about last episode. They don't tell us that they don't have to tell us that because, you know, Pidge is that the green line is that thing that kind of combines two episodes. Yeah. Finds. Uh, I'm even-
0: wondering if there were ever thoughts of making these a combined episode. Like the, the very first one was like a 70 minute. Mm-hmm. essentially three episodes together.
1: Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I think that actually would have hurt the pacing if they did. Yeah. Um, just because
0: there was so much happening in this episode, right? That yeah. splitting it up would have messed up the pacing.
1: Right. And this is a, you know, we don't know anything special about the production. This is just a shot in the dark for us, but I think that, is, I think you're right. And I think they looked at it and said, no, we, we kind of have to keep this one separate. So good choice if they did. And if it was just happy luck and they did it right for the first time, then good, good job guys. Congratulations. You're doing it right the first time. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: All right. Well, um, like I said, at the beginning of the show, if you want to contact us, we're on Twitter, POV underscore podcast, uh, Facebook POV podcast, Instagram POV underscore podcast again. Um, and you can always email us feedback at POV podcast.com. And we, you know, welcome all feedback and look forward to hearing from you. So, uh, with that, Say thanks for watching or listening. Oh, also subscribe <laughs> uh, wherever you got this. Subscribe whether it's YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, cassette player.
1: If some random guy in the street yeah. just handed you a thumb, you know, you know, a memory card with with an MP three on it, subscribe it's to him. It more. No, just say, just say I'm subscribed to you now. Can I just meet you at this corner every? <laughs> Actually, don't do that. That could that could end poorly. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make a note to make a nice little thing that has our social media on it for the video someday. So look for that soon, people. I mean, come on, we're wearing the same shirts. It's not like people don't understand. We're recording a few at the time. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So yeah. Uh, Okay, great. Episode two in the bag.